Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Living in the Act, my reflective memoir podcast of my time here in Canberra, having made the move the end of January 2022. This episode is called The Grind, and it was talking about how, as the months have gone on to almost three months, it's becoming, getting at this point in time, it's becoming and feeling more like the genuine grind that I'm sure everyone is familiar with, in that you work, be it nine to five or casually on a rotating roster sort of system, but just everything's kind of getting quite routine, in, and, and and with a slight like negative outlook. So, and to overall work at the moment is becoming this grind-like sort of in this work uh, grind-like situation where I'm feeling fatigue even though I'm doing very little. I think the fatigue is kind of correlated or in some way caused to some extent with doing little uh, and especially with the work I'm currently doing it's quite repetitious and, and even monotonous. It's just making me feel a bit, not depleted, but just more feeble about how things are going. Uh, and uh, it's not ideal. And I understand that the current situation I'm in with, uh, with my work it is a relatively quite, uh, rather quite a bit, <coughs> you mean, a quite period. And there's only so much work that is available at the moment that I almost have to in, just embrace. I, I have to embrace ultimately everything that comes my way. The good, the bad, and everything else. A lot of my colleagues have complained quite regularly and griped about the griped about regularly the uh, lack of work and the lack of kind of interest that's going on but and but ultimately I've learned through working at the golf club for example that there are periods which are a grind and the fact that I was there for six and a half years from the beginning to end that is uh, and now that I'm here it's there's a and there was plenty of times where I was questioning myself and what I was doing and where I was going and things were going to change you do have to in life I feel just be stoic just grit your teeth and bear it and the fact that you're in that kind of mental phase to to feel that things are just grinding away and kind of aimlessly directionless that sort of thing means you're somewhat you're, you're awake you're conscious that they're there's other alternatives, other pathways that are that can be pursued. And for me, my pathway, I'm at the pathway. It's just at the moment, it is becoming that monotonous grind that I've already mentioned. And, and another facet of that as well, or perhaps for me feeling this way where it's it's not overall negative, it's just kind of wanting it to be a little bit more substantive uh, and this facet of what's going on took place uh, well I had a, I was at a party yesterday and <laughs> I was drunk and I was talking to various drunk people having drunk conversations it was a great night uh, there was one particular drunk, drunk conversation uh, in which a colleague spoke of how they were not really they were longing for that connection with their team of colleagues and I related to that because at the, for me, I look at 
my previous job and how well I connected with my colleagues there and how we're able to work really well, able to engage and talk with one another so openly and freely and really enjoy each other's company. And first things first, it's still very early days, two and a half months of being in this position almost, of just working with the team. And it's, I think, and second of all, I, I would say that there's a, there's a different kind of dynamic that goes on, perhaps. And I'm not just saying this from my point of view, but also there's other people have said this too, but like a hospitality environment, you, that's, there's, one, there's a sort of camaraderie in that if you're in the right environment. And then also, and then compared to office environment, particularly when there's a lot of people working from home, it's harder to build those strong connections. But ultimately, I believe it. It comes down to it's it's the right people, it's the right place, timing, it's place, uh, it's how it's just. It's not easy. It, I don't think it's very easy to find a good workplace where you're able to connect deeply with the people you work with. It's I think that's very rare. It's not often you I, you hear it or see it too much. I don't think. I know for a fact that the, my group of friends, colleagues from the golf club, I was incredibly fortunate and blessed to have the people I had there that I can still call upon and consider very close friends to this day. I count on my lucky stars every time I thought, I think about it and thought about it as time was going on when I was still at the golf club, just how fortunate I was. It's not an easy thing. Human connection, because humans are inherently complicated, flawed, yet magnificent and beautiful it's just not easy to navigate all that that goes on in an individual to then make a bilateral deep connection or a multilateral one for that matter too so yeah ultimately just lacking that kind of connection doesn't help with this whole grind the grind process and the repetitious nature of what's going on but as i said as well it's still very early days Something that's happened recently is there has been some longing for home, a nostalgia for home. And as much as I boast and claim that I do love living on my own and enjoy my own company, which I truly do, I'd be lying to say that I don't feel lonely from time to time. And that's more in the context of interacting with my family and friends back home. I get along really well with the graduate cohort and I just... and my team as well. The graduate cohort is, is, is a good number of people there that I connect, I've connected with really well and quite deeply, and that I'm really happy with. But it's yeah, it's just that extra layer of and family is just that proximity. Proximity is probably the best word I can use to describe it. The, the fact that my family is not in close proximity, that's what's been coming to the forefront of my my uh, nostalgic longing. For home. Also, I suppose it's gotten to the point now where I feel like Canberra, it's it's a it's a, it's a unique city. It's nice, but it's just become it's it really is to all intents and purposes just another city. But it is it's it has got quality to it. But um, that kind of honeymoon period, I would say, is 
of being in that new city and whatnot is is more or less over. Something else I've been thinking about during the week, uh, which is gone, was how does one live in this sort of situation? Like you look at my living situation where I am living on my own in a one bedroom apartment, paying what I'm paying, uh, 475 a week. And I've come from a, I've come from a very fortunate and privileged background again, uh, where I've had to I've been able to save money living at with the parents at, back in Melbourne, and I've got savings behind me to allow, allow me to get through. And now obviously I've got this job which allows me and gives me the funds to be able to, to continue living like this. But say you don't have savings, because one, you haven't had a proper job, you haven't had a uh, sustainable job, or two, you've been, yeah, especially in the context of COVID-19 the last two years, or two, you've, you've, um, you've been out, you, you, you haven't had a stable, secure life coming into adulthood. I just, it baffles me how, how you progress in this sort of sense. And obviously that you can, you, you can downsize and I've thought about maybe, maybe I should have downsized instead and just in that, in the context, in the sense that I would live in a share house and pay much less, but the same token, I knew what I wanted, but overall, like for, for most people, cause I, I, I'm in a very, very, very minority here, uh, in my terms of financial wealth and well-being and education, prosperity, etc. I just don't understand how the current like housing and renting, living conditions, inflation, wage wages, how how you're meant to do it at a, at a large scale. It just baffles me. And then when you have the first among eagles, per se, come out and effectively tell you, tell renters, if uh, something on the lines of to uh, get yourself out of your situation and make yourself put yourself up, up just buy a house, which I don't need, really need to say anything about that. I don't think anyone does. I mean, <laughs> there's plenty of things to be said, but for the, the case of this podcast, I'm it's like I don't need to say anything about that. I really don't. But yeah, it's just it just baffles me. It's it's just I don't. There's so many people out there doing it a lot worse. And I just, I just, yeah, it just, yeah, just baffles me how I'm meant to live in this sort of environment. And then go from living and meeting, like, if you think of like a Maslow, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, securing the, the more fundamentals, go from living and getting from day to day, week to week, to then expanding upon that and reaching, going towards self actualization, reaching further potential, educating, uh, looking after yourself and growing as a person. That's, yeah, tricky one. Uh, to round off this episode though, uh, today I went for a nice long walk along, uh, not the whole entirety of Lake Burley Griffith circuit, but I did, I, I just, I was gonna, gonna go to the jetty, which is about a 25, 20, 25 minute walk, I think, one way. But then I was like, no, you know what? It's early, early enough. I think I left the home at 10. I'm going to do the do a, do a loop. And so, I ended up doing the loop, crossing the main bridge, and there was a protest again. Nowhere near as big. Probably about 100 people. If, yeah, probably about 100 people. And they were literally just impairing traffic the whole way, going towards Capitol Building. And I just thought, you've been here for 
over two months in and out i honestly felt like yelling at them say just start a political party raise your single issue raise your issue because at the moment all you're doing is really just being an impairment no one cares about your protest anymore it's been too long for one people have lost, completely lost interest and two when you have a sign the biggest one that i saw was dissolve parliament now what then what's the next step see people they're so single single issue minded they think they think of one thing they're very micro at a very microscopic level without thinking of the the consequences intended and unintended and i just i honestly just i wanted to yell i wanted to i wanted to yell in a debative sense i wanted to argue and discuss what they're trying to do but it's it's not worth it and i was What was I going to achieve? Ultimately, ultimately. But to conclude, I am most looking forward to in a few days' time, five days' time, going back to Victoria, going to Mount Buller, hanging out with family and family friends, and then from there, going back to Melbourne. I've taken four days of leave and half pay, which enables me to have 11 days off in a row. And that, that is exciting. See the family, see old friends. I'm very keen. And on that note, on that good note, and also touch wood that no COVID takes place between now and Thursday. <laughs> um, on that note, I'm going to end and say, yeah, it's getting to that grinding phase, but you just, I just know I have to push through. You get, you get tedious tasks, but you just got to push through. Life is full of it. Everyone's everyone's got it, got it to some extent. You just got to grit your teeth, smile, and keep marching forward. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, at least this time I got this ep- uploaded on a Saturday night. I was next episode, episode five, will be in a fortnight, and I'll be back home for that. Until then, take care.